Hey, you are listening to Peach Neon Pink Ramblings, and this is episode 2.5, which I'm calling my in-between episodes, where I talk about um, smaller little talks about Korean dramas and Korean movies that don't necessarily fit into one full episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter. It's not going to be about that hour-long episodes that I usually have on this podcast. Um... But yeah, today we're going to talk about a Korean drama that just popped up in my radar. A couple of Korean dramas that popped up in my radar. And also a Korean movie that I'm really interested in watching. So stay tuned. First of all, we're going to talk about a Korean drama. Not really. Okay. Not a Korean drama first. A Korean movie that I recently found out about and interested in watching. Um, it is a movie called Goodbye Summer. It is um, one of those movies that are just like, yeah, one of those movies. Um, I'm going to read the description I found online here. Um, a little bit of a background on the movie. Um, so at 19, Hyun Jae should have had his whole life ahead of him. But when he's diagnosed with a terminal illness, his entire world is flipped upside down. Determined to spend the last days he has left as normally as possible, he returns to school, hoping that by focusing on his college entrance exams, he won't have time to think about much else. But no matter how hard he tries to make things normal, things just aren't the same. Just aren't the same. 
Uh, with little time left, Hyunjae decides the only thing he can do is find a way to enjoy every moment of every day. With that mindset, he finds the courage to do the impossible. He confesses his long-hidden feelings to his first love, Soo Min. Caught up in her own worries about the future, Soo Min has, has a hard time focusing on the present. But when, he, when she learns of Hyunjae's illness, her perspective is forced to change. Holding on to the precious moments they have left, Hyunjin, Soomin, and Hyunjae's best friend, Jihoon, are finding it hard to say goodbye to this one perfect summer. This is an emotional, romantic high school melodrama filmed in 2019, directed by Park Joo-young. So, um, this Korean, um, not Korean drama, Korean movie, um, is pretty recent. It was um, released this year, I think, um, more like about the first half of 2019. Um, it stars, um, Soomin is played by Kim Bora. Kim Bora, I think that's how you pronounce her name. But you might recognize her. She's one of the very pivotal, um, plays one of the very pivotal characters in that big juggernaut Korean drama lately called Sky Castle. I recently watched her in um, a Korean drama called Her Private Life. Um, which is actually kind of cute because she stars in this Korean movie with Jung Jae-won, um, who was also in her that Korean drama, Her Private Life. Um, he plays Cha Xian, who um, Park Min Young's character has this huge um, like adoration for. He plays the the K-pop idol that she's like a Korean fangirl um, for. So very relatable Korean drama. If you haven't checked it out, definitely check that out. He was also on uh, Huayugi or a Korean Odyssey. He plays um, the grandson of like the um, storekeeper character. He was also playing Jang Dong-gun's um, younger um, self in Art Thou Chronicles, which is a pretty famous um, Korean drama that I believe just ended airing. Um, that's the one that Song Joong Ki was headlining. Um, I actually um, know more about Jung Ji Won as um, by his rapper name. He's uh, he used to be part of YG Entertainment um, as one of their solo artists, rappers. His rapper name is One. He is more of like an indie um, K-pop rapper artist now musician his his music is actually really good i i enjoy listening to it um but i kind of know him more um as a k-pop idol k-pop rapper rather than an actor um and when he was playing chashian in um, her private life he 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 did fine he he was okay um believable because it's it's kind of closer to life like this the his role um in that story, he plays a K-pop idol, part of a group. So it's it's very close to how his um like real life is as part of the K-pop industry. Um, he he does a he does have one of those faces that are very um arresting, like how I call it. Very like he he's a very good looking kid. Um, very round eyes and stuff. So like when you see him on screen, it's like you're like, oh, who's who's this um supporting actor? So I believe this is his first um lead role in a in like a Korean drama 
and the Korean movie. So um, there's a lot to watch out for for um, on this kid. He's he has a future in acting. So you know he's definitely one of those um, K-pop to K-drama K-movie um, like entertainers. So he's he's one of those. Um, Kim Bora is a very good actress. If you've seen her in Sky Castle, she is very compelling. You're you can just relate to her character however um vile and dubious and just like um doubtful you are of the character um she she is very interesting to watch um she also does like a whole 360 in her private life she plays a sasang fan which is like one of those k-pop fans that are just like kind of stalkerish so she plays one of those and um she she's very entertaining in that um korean drama so i'm mostly i'm i'm really excited to watch this korean movie just because um it's one of those slice of life um coming of age movies and if there's one thing that korean the korean film industry is really good at making it's like mellow like the melodramas like they're they're these people the directors the whole industry there are amazingly good at tearjerkers like creating um stories that are just gonna make you cry so i'm fully expecting to like go through a box of tissues when i actually watch this movie um i believe it's on vicky so it's pretty accessible to watch um the good thing nowadays about korean movies is that it's pretty easy to find them online with subtitles like i remember back in the day like i i watch a lot of korean movies i you would need to download it download a separate file for subtitles and then watch it like for two hours so it was very time consuming just trying to find like korean movies um like it was also partly why um back when Train to Busan showed up that I was just like uh I'm going to wait until it actually shows up online and I can just stream it and watch it online. Um but nowadays it's very accessible to watch movies. So um even movies like this that was like released earlier this year like um Goodbye Summer is one of those movies like it's very accessible and you can easily find it online. Um it it does center around like a high school aged um like characters and it's you kind of think about it like that um what was that movie that american movie that talked about like kids that had cancer uh the fault in our stars um i don't know why i can't remember i couldn't remember the name because i really loved that book by john green the, the actual source material the novel john green uh that that john green wrote the fault in our stars but it's it's kind of has that similar vibe that in a way because it's a terminal illness that it's gonna be a tearjerker it's finding love while you have a terminal illness and i don't know if that's how the story is going to play out how similar it's going to be but that's what the type of genre that i think of so um if you are um, in the mood for something that uh, will make you cry, make you ball, and make you look ugly <laughs> with tears streaming down your neck. Um, maybe this is one of those movies you want to check out. Um, so yeah, pretty much uh, I'm going to talk about a couple more other things in a bit, so stay tuned. Um <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, you're listening to Peach Tea on Pink. Stay tuned. Hey, so I'm back. I'm going to talk about a couple of Korean dramas that I haven't actually started on, but I'm very curious about. So um, first of all, I'm going to talk about uh, Love Alarm. Um, so this Korean drama, the plot revolves around an app that enables users to discover love by notifying whenever someone within a 10-meter vicinity has romantic feelings for them. So, um, kind of like, I guess, a cuter version of Tinder. I don't know. Like a K-drama version of Tinder. Uh, it's funny that might sound. Um, the trailer teasers and stuff already look super cute. It is one of those high school school drama so it ties in a little bit with the korean movie that i just talked about um it stars um actress kim so hyun so um she's pretty famous for being a a well-known um child actress they call her the nation's little sister um much like how um yeo jingu in um Hotel Del Luna is kind of like the nation's little brother, even though he has very much transitioned into um, more mature roles. Same thing with Kim Soyeon. She is well known to be uh, the the nation's little sister, even though she's she's now like I think in her twenties and she's really transitioning into more mature roles. Um, she was in Moon Embracing the Sun. She was also in Rooftop Prince. So um, this this actress, this young actress, has a a lot of like like k-drama um dramas under her belt so the 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 korean drama is safe in her hands as the female lead that's what i'm excited about um it also stars uh, song kang who is a relatively new young actor he um is currently in this korean drama called when the devil calls your name um a little bit of a heavy slight supernatural uh, korean drama that i I'm, I'm not too familiar with but i heard it's it's a, it's pretty good um i know him from this um korean variety show called village survival 8 um with among amongst the cast in that korean variety show is yu jaesuk who is known in the korean entertainment industry as um the nation's mc they like to name people a lot like the nation's blah 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 um but he is a very well-known um mc comedian and he headlines that um korean variety show um song kang actually i believe joined that um, variety show for exposure because he's he's fairly fairly new um from what i've seen in the korean like variety show that he's been in like i said he's 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 a good looking kid um he would do really well in um like a lead role like this one that's not too heavy it's not a melodrama it's not a makjang like a very like a heavy drama family drama like stuff like that and it's not also he i don't think it will require him to have such dramatic chops that uh, i mean he has potential and i'm pretty sure um it's it's gonna develop in time but this is one of those roles that it's okay to be a lead actor in these roles especially because it's set um in high school um they're young and then it's also like a light-hearted type of korean drama um 
So I'm I'm not too fearful that his acting is not going to be up to par with Kim So Hyun because Kim So Hyun has like a lot of experience ranging from um, family dramas like those long fifty episode weekend family dramas. And like a lot of Seguks, like a lot of historical dramas. So she has a lot of experience in terms of acting and filming. But because this this type of Korean drama is a little bit more um, lighthearted and a little bit like not as, you know, um, heavy, then um, I think he'll do really well. Um, I believe you can actually watch this on Netflix. Um uh, next week on the 22nd i want to say under 23rd um it's gonna premiere on netflix i'm not sure how many um episodes they're gonna drop hopefully a few episodes so you can actually sit and like go through them and binge watch them that would be enjoyable it's one of those um, korean dramas that are not it, it won't tire you out watching it as binge watching because it's it's not a melodrama you're not gonna feel so sad and depressed while you're watching the episodes um and it's also it just seems like it's not going to be intense. Um, it, it's just a fun watch. I, I feel like it. Um, also on Netflix right now that's airing is Rookie Historian Gu Rong. So the basic plot about this Korean drama is that it's a drama taking place in 19th century Korea or Joseon. I think that's what the era is called. Um, not too sure. But um, it's about a noble lady who wants to be a historian fighting gender stereotypes during that time period. Along the way, she meets... Prince Yirim, who secretly writes romance novels under a pen name. So this Korean drama was it's one of those dramas that were part of a big push by Netflix to just put up more Korean content um on there. Um it stars it's uh, it stars um Shin Sekyung. Sekyung. Um she got really famous in the Korean drama High Kick Through the Roof that was like in the early 2000s, 2010 something maybe. Um she was also in Six Flying Dragons, The Bride of Habek, uh which are uh, Seguk dramas, historical dramas. So she she has a lot of um experience filming historical dramas. So like I said, same same feeling I have about Kim Soyeon. Shin Sekyung is um she has a lot of experience. So she's has a lot of creative dramas under her belt. She's one of those actresses that um she's not my favorite, but she's she's okay. She's a pretty okay actress. So she'll do well in one of the these like historical dramas. Um rookie historian Gu Herang is not really like a um straightforward Seguk, I would say. It's kinda more like a um historical drama fusion that um there's a lot of more like a lot of modern elements built into kind of like a more um, 19th century setting. Um, so Shin Sekyun is the female lead in this Korean drama. The male lead is Cha yun who I'm very familiar with. Um, I loved him in My ID is Gangnam Beauty with Im Soo Young. I really love, 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 love that Korean drama. Um, it's one of my top favorite Korean dramas of late. Um, I might talk about it in a future actual episode of a podcast um so i think that was his first lead role um he is part of this k-pop group called astro um so he's one of those k-pop idols that um, transitioned into an uh as an actor um recently he was also in top management with An Hyo Sup. 
um, who's An Yosop is one of those like young Korean actors that I really believe is gonna be like big at the industry because he's he's a really good actor, very believable. He was recently with uh, Park Bo Young and uh, I believe the title is Abyss. Um, so he was also in Thirty But Seventeen. Um, so he the. You know, um, An Yosef is one of those actors that I'm just like, give him a few years and he's going to be like just leading all of the Korean dramas and he's going to be like an A-lister. Um, Chayun Woo is a, he's an okay actor. Um, he was, uh, he did a lot of supporting roles. He was also in Hit the Top uh, with Yushiyun and Cha Taeyun. Um, he has played a few supporting roles, but I believe My ID's Gangnam Beauty is his first lead role, and this one is his second lead role. Um, the thing with Chai Yun-woo is that he is very well known within the entertainment industry as the visual, or some people in the K-pop world would say the ultimate visual, because he's this kid is just ridiculously gorgeous like i like to joke with uh my coworker who's into k-pop that chayun woo is like just ethereal like he looks like an elf like he doesn't even look human like he almost looks like he's a he's a character from like a manga like that's how he looks like he his features borderline on being way too perfect and the persona he gives off, not just as a K-pop idol and as an actor as well, they say like he's a really nice guy, like a really likable guy. Um, I don't think that's like a false like uh, facade that he puts up. Uh, it it does seem like he is a really nice kid. Um, but the thing I have with Chayun is like, uh, although I love him as one of the um, the legions of new. Um, Korean actors on my radar is that um, he has a huge mountain to um, traverse and climb up to just to reach that level as an actor that he's going to be pretty much respected as an actor and not just a pretty face. So that that's what he has going um, against him. And in this Korean drama, he's playing a prince, which is an app is very fitting um, casting. But also he he's he's playing um it with a against an actress that's like has a lot of experience as an actor. So um he he has a lot of proof and I really do hope he does he does well. Um like a lot of antis would say that oh he's just a pretty face, but I think he has potential. He has the chops to be one of those um idols turn korean um drama actors that are actually gonna you know do well and be an a-lister in the industry so um i'm looking forward to watching this i might actually um pop it in and not pop it in it's on netflix um and watch a couple of episodes i believe it's already on episode maybe seven or eight or something it's been it's been airing for for a couple weeks or they've dropped a few episodes. So I might actually start watching this um, this week. Um, there's also a couple of other Korean dramas. Like um, My First First Love, which stars Jisoo. You might recognize him from Strong Woman Bong Soon. Um, he played... He, this, this actor too, he's played a lot of supporting roles. And I think this is one of his first 
um, lead roles. Um, also, Jung Jin Young, he is also a K-pop idol turned actor. He's in B1A4, a um, bunch of other Korean dramas that he's been in as well. Uh, as well as the female lead is Jung Cheon. She's from Dia. She's also from IOI, which is that group, project group in K-pop that uh, was formed under Produce 101. Um, and they're already on their second um, season on netflix so it, it's worthwhile to check out i haven't actually seen it. i'm waiting to actually have them finish dropping all the episodes of season two since it's very rare that korean dramas have a second season i kind of want like a fuller set of episodes um to watch like i didn't want to watch just the first season and then have to wait until all of the episodes of season two comes out so um definitely one of those korean dramas that i'm gonna check out in the future there's also um Moments of 18. This is starring um, Kim Yangi. Um, she, I know her from uh, Along with the Gods, this um, Korean movie that's pretty good. She's also in this tearjerker back when she was really young called Heart Is. She's uh, quite um, known for her um, roles as a child actress. Um, her co-star in this is Ong Sung-woo, who is uh, also a K-pop idol, but mostly a Korean actor now. He was part of uh, Produce 101 Season 2, I believe. He was in the Project Group 101. So, um, I mentioned Moments of 18 because um, <laughs> one of the uh, supporting actors in this Korean drama is Kang Ki-young, who I... He's... You know, I... My heart goes out to supporting actors, like the ones that are my favorites. I actually try to mention a lot on the podcast. Um, but he was uh, in Weightlifting Fairy, Kim Bok Joo. He was in W. He was in an amazing role in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. He was also in My Secretarius. This this actor works a lot. Like if you say young um, Korean role in their late 20s, early 30s role this guy plays it um he does com he, his comedic chops are really great so uh, that's what actually interested me in moments of 18 um also another one of those um korean dramas that uh focus on high school life slice of life type of drama um i i believe it's a melodrama so um check it out um what else am i gonna talk about before I actually close on this um, in-between episode, I'm going to talk about uh, my favorite, favorite, one of my very favorite um, Korean drama actors um, of like the ones that are in their 20s and 30s. Um, Park Seo-jun, um, he, he was in Hwarang, he was in Fight My Way, he's also the lead in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Um, the thing I want to mention is that he recently opened his YouTube channel called Record Parks. Um, it's more like vlogs about his daily life. Right now, I think the episodes on it um, or the videos on it are mostly vlogs about his press tour for his newest movie, The Divine Fury, which is kind of like paranormal, kind of very like almost horror. So I don't know if I'm going to watch it. It seems really scary. But uh, if it does come up online, I might, I'm probably actually going to watch it because Park Surgeon is one of my favorites of the younger um, actors, like in their 20s and 30s. He's, um, his acting is amazing and I, I really love this, his style of acting. So um, I'm, I'm super excited that he has actually opened his own YouTube channel because um, it... it 
I like it when um, Korean actors or anybody in the Korean industry, Korean entertainment industry opens up a YouTube channel and actually puts English subtitles because they're actually it just shows me that they appreciate their international fans like me um, that watch their dramas or listen to their music. Um, and it just provides like such a good um, like look into their to their normal lives as normal people so um if you're a fan of park surgeon and there's like a bunch of other um korean actors and actresses that have their own um vlogs and everything i think park min young also has uh a vlog uh channel um they're they're, they're coming up so definitely check it out it's called record parts you can s- probably search that and search park surgeon on youtube and it's going to show up um and that's that's pretty much it for me um on this little in-between section. Hey guys, so thank you for listening for, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this in-between episode of this podcast, episode 2.5. I'm really looking forward to um, doing a little bit more of this in between episodes as well. I'm probably going to come out with, I'm going to try to come out with like a full podcast episode in the next couple of weeks. Um, in the meantime, let me know what you want me to talk about. Um, you can always find the link to it in the description box, but it's uh, anchor.fm forward slash peach neon pink, the last the neon has two ends um forward slash message or you can definitely tweet me at miss manderly on twitter um yeah definitely let's let's meet again in the next podcast episode and i look let me know if you enjoy um my recommendations for korean dramas and korean movies and i will see you guys next time